So seeding of information. Basically, seeding means um, planting information into your mind. So a good example would be that if you, the news, like the, new, the different news programs, whether that be local news or um, the nightly news programs, if you notice that a lot of these news, um, whether they're nightly or local, every 30 minutes or every hour on the dot, they're repeating the same information. They're constantly repeating the same information. Now, granted, a lot of these um, stations are owned by three companies, which can all be rolled down into one. So there is the controlling of narrative within this environment, obviously. However, what they're doing when they're repeating these information, all of them, you'll notice all of the programs will repeat the same information every 30 minutes or every hour. It's because they're trying to seed that into your mind. And the repetitiveness of them saying that every 30 minutes or every hour, what I find is um, with society and just humans, if there is something that is repetitively told to them as well as seen, so verbally as well as visually, after a short period of time, it comes to be as a fact in their head. Like it comes to be as a a fact in our heads. We just see it as a, a known. So if somebody else asks us a question about it, we will just repeat it as opposed to, you know, questioning it or um, saying that I heard it from this and this channel. We will just repeat it as if it was a fact. So that's what sort of seeding is and or, um, which is also mind control. Um, because they're basically programming your mind. So um, I want to continue to um, inner and outer realities because the, the reading of the first chapter of the book that I did, now the book is called Allies of Humanity. You know, right away I'm suspicious of the name, but you know, it was the, the book was written in 1992, so. Now I recognized that there is seeding of a specific information in the book. Like they mention the greater community, like every other sentence will say the greater community. So I recognize that as a seeding that they're trying to seed into the reader's mind, right? That there is a greater community and this is all outwardly as an outer reality. Now, because I'm not here to really con you know, convince anyone of anything, um, promote anything or seed anything into anybody's mind and as for myself as I'm reading this I'm recognizing it which is why I'm now telling talking about it part of the reason why I wanted to read the book and even just the first chapter I felt like just from the first chapter anyone who if someone had woken up tomorrow and they heard this first chapter they would be completely caught up to what's going on right now it will literally catch them up to everything that is happening. That's why I initially wanted to read it. I don't know if I will continue to read it just because, like I said, there is that seeding of information that they're trying to implant into people's minds. So I want to talk a little bit about the inner reality and outer reality. So when you hear the um, greater community, all of that is outwardly. And based on the way that they are expressing this, the greater community, they're talking about a greater community out of the, um, 
and the quarantine grid around this reality, right? So this is all outwardly. Now, I don't personally feel like this goes past this galaxy. I don't know if that's the right word to use. Um, like the seven angels and or the seven celestial bodies and or seven planets. I feel like those are gates that actually leads you into other places. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Um, I don't want to call it heaven because you don't, you don't know if heaven's up or down and you don't want to make assumptions based on what you're told within this reality because everything is upside down. So um, I just feel like those are gates. Those are gates into other spaces. But when this book is talking about a greater reality, they're not talking about going past those gates. They're talking about within this sort of like galaxy. Like you're not going through those gates. It's just everything that is up there if you, you know, believe there's anything up there that is up there within this galaxy. Okay? Now, for me, I feel like we already live in the greater community. We're already in the greater community. It's just that a lot of people are not able to see it. Like I said, because there is some are within a holographic overlay and or our eyes are only adjusted at this point to see what the system wants us to see you see so some people are able to see past the the system um, the way that the system is coded however not everyone is able to see past that so some so most everyone is only able to see what the system has programmed or has structure for us to see so even though we are living in what you would consider to be the greater community as in amongst many different beings we cannot see that at this point okay so now that's what the outer reality is right that's what they're trying to seed into people's minds or that's what they're trying to express is that there is an outer or greater community of other beings and other species um, that lives within this galaxy and that we're not here alone you know obviously i think most of us know that by now but they're trying to my perception and this is what i want to make sure that um that is clear because i don't want people to you know feel like that's the only thing you know because what they're trying to see is that that is what is coming that is the greater reality and that's the direction that's the future you're headed into and I want to make sure that everyone, including myself, know that that is not the case because our realities are in motion. So once we got into the time of the um, perception of the equinox, um, our re we start the reality that we're in started to the the energy, the frequency started to rise. Right, so when we are, if you take a, if you get a chance, you can take a look at, you can just Google um, or search our perception of the equinox, and you will most likely get some form of a map with all the different um, zodiac signs, and it will give you, uh, it will show you about um, what's going on, and when we're going from A to B, this is when the consciousness is very high within the reality. This is when the consciousness is raising. This is when we are able to 
get a lot of information and our knowledge because the consciousness is high. This is also what they call the, um, uh, what am I thinking of? What's the word? Um, I'm going to have to come back to it. But anyhow, so from A to B, this is when the consciousness is high. This is when all the information or knowledge is coming in. So um, it's, 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 it, this is the time where all of this is going to be happening. Um, Schumann residence. Okay, so the sh during this time as well, the Schumann residence is really going to spike because, um, like I said, the energy frequency, whatever the um, ma magnetics, everything's very high within our reality, right? So this is also the time where you or everyone or most, well, I won't say everyone, but most people will have access to the inner reality as well because once the consciousness on within the reality under the energy, the frequency increase, then the ability for our own personal frequency, energy, consciousness to increase as well allows us to access these different inner realities. So when, when I read the book, um, and um, it talks about the greater, re um, greater community, that is not the only choice or that is not the only direction that we're headed in, and that's not the only timeline. And I just want to make that very clear um, because I felt like that's what the book was trying to seed into the reader's mind. Okay, me being the reader and me also being the one who was like reading it out loud, I wanted to make sure. So because we're at this time of going from that A point to B where the consciousness increased, where the knowledge increased and the information increased, the um, frequency, energy, all of this, individually, collectively, we're able to shift in and out of these inner realities. So if you notice uh, the last couple years, two or three years, I would say, a lot of people have experienced what they will call the Mandela or Mandela effect, which for me is basically just individuals shifting, moving, shifting in realities. Because I don't believe that the system itself shifts. I think the system itself is, um, is, is, program, is programmed the way that it's programmed. However, there are different versions of you know when we talk about realms there are different realms there are different realities there are different dimensions so we are the ones shifting in between these realities these realms these dimensions as opposed to the system itself shifting around us like we're the ones shifting so when it comes to the mandala or the mandala effect i feel like that is what's happening okay so then inner and outer reality that's what i'm talking about so as I'm, as I read this first chapter of the book, and it talks about the greater community, and I said I feel like we are in the greater community. So what comes will come. However, that's not necessarily the timeline or the direction that everyone's headed into. And for me personally, if you were to ask me my opinion, I would say focus more on the inner reality as opposed to the outer reality, because um, I just feel like that's. On a personal level, that's where I personally want to go. So I am someone who feels like I'm from the future, 
right? And this will be the outer reality future. And um, I say this because throughout my life, I've always done, um, there's always been every three or four years, I do like a loop or a resetting backwards. Um, it's been pretty frustrating. However, um, there's just that knowing and that feeling that like that's what it is and that's what I am. So I feel like because I know that and I've already been there, that that's not necessarily my um, direction this time around. And if you take a look at every teacher that has ever been out there or has come, you know, such as the one who came under the title of Christ and or even like the Buddhas and the Gandhis, they always emphasize that people go within, that they focus on the inner, right? The inside as opposed to the outer, the outside. Also meaning that when you focus on, if you go within, you have the, ab the ability to access these inner realities. And this would be the shifting of consciousness, also shifting in realities in our realms. I just want to mention something else. Um, you will, I have heard others say things like, um, just shift your vibration and you can manifest this and that or shift your vibrations and you can like jump into like the fifth dimension and or the six or seven or whatever you know like it's that easy I don't uh, I don't think that's how it works first of all I think there are several things that have to be in alignment for that to happen number one it's it's it, it will work easier if we are in a specific space during the perception of the equinox right if we're in if we're going from a to b then yes that's when the that's when the information is coming through that's when the knowledge is coming through that's when the human resonance is spiked because of the consciousness increasing on the plane so then yes there is a, there is a high probability that one can do this but when you're going from c to D, that's when everything slows down. So I just want to be clear because I hear people a lot say things like just raise your consciousness or just raise your vibration and you can manifest this, that, and the other and shift. And some people it works for them and some it doesn't. And another reason why that could be is if you, when you are in a fourth density environment, it is much easier to manifest things and it is much easier for you to also, um, be able to shift to a higher density because you're already in a density that provides um, that is that is light that is that's very light because um, because that's how the densities work so the third density is, is much denser than the fourth that's just how it works so if you're in the third density and I'll use myself as an example I have always felt like a balloon stuck in a cave that's how I've always felt because I've always felt like no matter how light I was, I was surrounded by rocks, really heavy, dense people. So I couldn't float. I was just stuck in the damn cave. So, and that's how I personally feel like it works. Like I said, unless you get into these specific time frames where you then have the ability because of that shifting of the planets, even though I don't want to call it a planet of the realm and the different um, the, the the energies coming through, you have a high probability of shifting. However, if you're just in the third density, and if we're not even within this 
perception of the equinox or we're going from A to B, if we're going from C to D, the probability of shifting would be very hard or very difficult or much more difficult. Okay? And I want to mention these things because sometimes I hear people talking about it and they make it sound so shitlently, like it's so easy. And then you have some that are like spending their whole life trying to like manifest things and it's not happening. So if you're in the third density, it would take a much longer time to manifest something as opposed to if you were in like a fourth density environment. And that again, like I said, is just because, you know, a fourth density is much lighter, less dense. And um, because of that, then the frequency and our um, energy would be much higher. And another thing, I feel like it does also have something to do with each individual being. Um, so if you take a look at what's happening right now, I feel like those who are in like the 12th grade, I'm just going to use a grade as a means to explain, those who are in the 12th grade will be the ones who are able to see everything going on around them. They can look in the sky and see that, oh wait, that's like a ship behind those clouds. Like what's going on? You know, or they can look in their environment and see like the system glitch and recognize it as opposed to someone who's like in the eighth grade and have no idea what's going on. And they're just going about their business like they're not even like nothing. Nothing is registering. There's no changes that's going on. Somehow I feel like it has to do also with each individual being and also the, the age of their soul somehow. You know, I, I can't be for sure, but I somehow feel like all of those things, like it has to do with the age of your soul and who you are. It has to do with um, the density that you're in. And all it also has to do with like the time frame that we're in. Like I said, if we're going through this perception of the equinox and we're going from A to B, there's a high probability. That's when the, all the frequency, the energy, everything's high. The human resident is spiking. So we can do these shifts as opposed to when we're going from C to D, when everything's slowing down. So I just thought I'd clear that up as well as mention things about the inner and outer reality and, you know, how that is not necessary. Like it, it depends on which timeline you're headed to and what you're focused on. Because I read the first chapter of this book and I don't want to misguide anyone into anything or misrepresent anything. So I want to be very clear on that. So now I want to move on to something else. And... Um, in, in the year they call 2016, I came across a very strange story. Um, this is a story of a man, a melanated man, and I'm not sure what, what um, state he lived in. I tried to find the, I tried to find something about the video um, earlier tonight and I couldn't. But this man um, went to a bank and gave the, the, the banking clerk a account number that was a legitimate account number and he went to withdraw a certain amount of money. I don't remember if it was like 100 grand or 200 grand or a little bit over that. And the account number was registered to Michelle Obama. Okay, now the clerk, you know, entered the number in, saw that it was a legitimate account but so, for, you know, realized that the person who had gave her the account number, the man, she did not feel like had anything to do with the account number. So they, the bank called the police. The police came over 
arrested the man, and the story he told the police is that he received a call from the White House. The caller said, hold on, the, the First Lady would like to speak with you. The First Lady got on the phone and said to him, here is an account number, write it down, and he wrote the number down and said that you can go to this account and take out a certain amount of money and then said to him that I, I am going to be taking over your life or something to that extent. Like I'm now going to be living your life or I'm going to be taking over your life. So go to the bank and take out this money and that was the extent of the conversation on the phone. So this is the story he told the police and the police try to collab collaborate the story or you know make sure if the story was correct i don't know what else happened to the story i just know that the police um, did make a statement that the account number that he had was a legitimate account number to an account for the first lady michelle obama and that's the story he told the police now obviously the man was arrested and put in and put in jail for what amount of time I don't know I don't know what came of him what ended up happening with the story however when I heard when I initially heard this story the first thing that went through my mind was that they stole his life and I I didn't know how to ex explain it in any way shape and form I just that was the first thing that popped into my mind was that they stole his life. Now, earlier tonight, I was listening to another video of someone whom was going over different chapters of Revelation in the, the Bible. And um, somehow they got to a section where they talked about microchips. And for some reason, when they were talking about the microchip, this story popped back into my head. Now, this is a story from 2016, as I said. So this story po popped back into my head, and I started to think of why I felt like they had stolen his life. Because what the person on the phone, whom he said was the First Lady Michelle Obama, told him was that, I'm now going to be living your life, or I'm taking over your life, or something to that effect. So as I was thinking about, as this video I'm watching tonight, I talk about microchips, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking about this reality we live in. So this reality we live in is all about um, codes, sequence, symbols, mathematics, and so on. The reality we live in is coded. Each reality is coded, is coded differently, and or has its own, what you call natural laws, but because of the of the mathematics and the sequence sequence and the coding and the symbols. I'll just stick with the codes. Like it's all coded. So each person that comes into the reality comes in via a code. They are assigned a specific code to be able to function within that reality. It's sort of like a computer program. Each program is coded differently so that when you pull up the program, that computer is able to access that program via the code. Do you see? So what I realized is that they somehow figure out a way to steal a person's code and reassign it to someone else. 
Now, you might think this is far out. However, um, if you get to the point that I'm at, you know that this is actually very simple to do. It's actually very simple to do. So imagine that you have like a, um, um, you have a computer program. Let's just say it's a Microsoft. You're running on a Microsoft computer system. And you get a program from a friend of yours in Japan. It's a new company. They're starting and they are coding their own stuff. They have their own program. They sent you something they want you to look at. Let's say it's like a game. And you try to use it in your Microsoft computer system, but your system is just not registering this specific kind of program because it's a, it's a completely different um, coding system than what Microsoft uses. So you're not able to use this program in your, you're not able to add this program onto your computer to be able to access it because of what Microsoft's license allowed. So what you do, because you are a very good coder, you basically go in there and you just take code from another Microsoft program and reassign that code to your new Japanese program. So then you're now able to access the program because your system recognized the code. So therefore it is allowing you to access the program and use the program. That's pretty much what I'm talking about. So they somehow figure out a way to steal a person's code and reassign it to someone else because you have to have a code that is coded that is work that is going to be able to work within the system of the reality that you're in in order to live a full life in that reality otherwise you wouldn't have access to everything that someone with a code would have access to do you see so they figure out a way to like steal a code and reassign it to someone else. That's what I came. That's what I came up with. And um, and now the person who no longer has that code because the code is now the code is still within the system, but it's being used. So the person who does not have that code is almost like a ghost within the system. They can still f like function within the system but it's like their destiny was stolen because whatever they were to be they needed the code to to do that and now they no longer have a code so it's like their destiny is now stolen because now the system doesn't fully recognize them even though they're in it and they can somehow function in it but they won't be able to have that full experience in our life that they would have had with their code. Do you get what I'm trying to say?